We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, the Matthew Stafford era is over in Detroit. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter and multiple others, Detroit has traded Stafford to the L.A. Rams for two future first-round picks, a third-round pick, and quarterback Jared Goff. Yeah, he's a former number one overall pick. Here's what the Lions get the deal. Two first-rounders, as I mentioned, in 2022 and 2023, so not this upcoming draft. A third-round pick for this year, though, and of course, Goff. The Lions were in talks with six teams for Stafford services, but the Rams apparently needed to unload Goff's contract, and that meant the Lions were able to get a little bit of leverage and probably add one or two more of those picks. guys welcome back to the pride podcast episode 170 on the blue wire network i'm getting interrupted by sirens already what's going on here and welcome how you guys doing today on this sunday morning Woo! i'm good bro we finally the news finally oh is that sirens yeah no it's it's loud as hell <laughs> i can yeah, barely bro, hear you that interrupted me bro <laughs> but yeah i mean it finally happened, right? Like, we don't need to talk about it anymore. It happened. I'm kind of, like, excited it's done with because, like, all these rumors and updates, they they were getting crazy. Now, if you guys don't know what we're talking about by now, uh, Matthew Stafford is on the move to the Los Angeles Rams. The Lions got a haul, got a first-round pick for 2022, a first-round pick in 2023, a 2021 third-round pick. And to cap it off, they are also getting veteran quarterback Jared Goff in this deal. So let's break it down. I'm going to start off. With my man Malcolm, because Malcolm was the most hurt by the Stafford news, so I want to I want to hear this. So Stafford's going to the Rams. You hear this, yep. uh, you know, Hall the Lions are getting. What are you thinking right now? I think I think that was a good ass trade. I think that was that was a, that was a good, really good trade. I mean, we got two future first round picks. We got a third this year, and we have Jared Goff, who's I think he's solid. I don't think he's terrible. I mean, he's a starter. He's proven he can start the league. 
So yeah, I think I think it was a really good trade, man. I think it works out for both sides. We'll just see what happens. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I think it's a very good trade as well for both sides as well. Like you mentioned, the Rams. We mentioned this, you know, with Brad Holmes more, but the the Rams are just not afraid to to trade draft capital if they think they're ready to win. And right. I think they're I think this is a, a trade that makes a lot of sense for them because now they got that that big hole that they had and that was a quarterback position. Now you know, you're filling in a guy that's arguably a top 10 quarterback in the league right now, getting him in your room right now with that weapons you have, that defense you have, the coach you have with Sean McVay. So, I mean, the lot, I mean, the Rams right now, I mean, it, it makes sense why their odds already have gone up to the third best odds of winning the Super Bowl after just making this deal because now they have one of the best rosters in football. So it's going to be very interesting. But for the Lions front, and I want to kind of break this down because people are – seems like a little frustrated with you know getting a guy like jared goff and that right. shitty contract and they're like why do we take this shitty contract and why don't we just trade matthew Stafford for the the two first round picks of someone else let me break it down for you real quick you weren't going to get two first round picks from anyone else without taking a shitty contract in jared goff right straight up um any team you call you would have got a first round pick but what brad holmes did he says we're not going to be a good team in 2021 kind of like we expected um we're, right. we're not going to be good Let's get this rebuild going. Let me get an extra first-round pick. And, granted, that's a first-round pick in the NFL. Those are not, you know, that's not hotcakes. I mean, first-round picks are hard to acquire in the NFL. You just got an extra first-round pick for taking on a bad contract, which is very cuttable after the 2022 season or even after the 2021 season, yeah. for that matter. So I want to break it down. This is an NBA-style type deal. I mean, this yeah. is – for my Pistons fans, you guys know what I'm talking about. Troy Weaver-esque. This is an NBA-style trade. Taking a bad contract and gaining draft capital. And very key draft capital. Um, you know, with golf right now, you're not banking on the idea Jared Goff's your franchise quarterback. That's not what you're doing right now for the Lions. Right now, I don't think the plans have changed as far as the draft and you know what you're going to do with the seventh overall pick. I don't think that has changed. I think the you know everything is still on the table, and you're not right. banking on the idea of Jared Goff because at that point, that's kind of idiotic because Jared Goff has not proven anything to be a franchise quarterback yet. So now what you're getting is you're getting an experiment project with Jared Goff, which you could see maybe he, he could be that franchise quarterback. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you get to experiment now, and it's a rebuilding year regardless. So taking on a bad contract is not a bad thing at all. Right. Also, um, you know, if Jared Goff ends up being the guy, then you're in a very good situation. So let's say you take that rookie quarterback. Then you have Jared Goff and a rookie quarterback. Then you can make your decision there. And at that point, if Jared Goff is the franchise quarterback, somehow he flips his career around in Detroit, then we got a very we got a quarterback on an affordable contract at that point. So it, the, the tables have turned from that shitty contract to being a good contract if he could revive his career in Detroit. Um, but as far as you know, the plans in, for Detroit, I don't think anything has changed with this. I think you still take your quarterback at number seven or wherever in this first round. And you build from there, have Goff be your bridge quarterback, and then you make the decision in the offseason 2022. Do we trade this guy? Do we keep him? Because at that point, it's going to be a lot more tradable to trade Goff. It's kind of almost like the Chicago Bears when they traded for Nick Foles. They were very desperate for a quarterback, and they went for Nick Foles. They traded a fourth-round pick. You might have that similar situation with Jared Goff because his contract is very tradable slash cuttable after the season. So it's really just a one-year deal. Worst case scenario, 
which is not bad at all for a rebuilding team because we're not expecting to do really much with a cap. You're not bringing your franchise changers in this offseason as far as in, in free agency. So you could use that cap to take on a bad contract and hold them on for a year to gain extra draft capital. That's exactly what the Lions did yeah. with trading Matthew Stafford and getting a first-round pick. But, Pierre, what do you think, man? All right, so I kind of want to bring up something. So it was like rumor that Washington offered number 19. But this year with COVID going on, like the combine got canceled, right? Pro days, like all of them might not take place. And then also Brad Holmes, like scouting, like he doesn't have like all of his scouts in place. I'm sure he'll bring in more guys in his front office. So kind of having those in the future, maybe like gives you kind of like more like confidence in your scouting and like maybe there'll be combines in the future. So that's one thing I took out of it, which was huge. And then another thing is, um, like you said, the Lions have two extra first rounders. If they like a if they love a quarterback this year, I'm saying like love. They could go up and get him. They could use one of those picks and go up and get that quarterback. Or they could just stay put, you know, and take whatever. They don't need they're, they don't need to take quarterback this year. They have a bridge quarterback in golf. They could wait if they don't like someone, which gives them good security. Another thing is Stafford. You know, Stafford wants to go in L.A. He has a home in that area. Um, so I think it's a win-win for both teams. L.A. gets their quarterback. Lions get two future fronts to accelerate the rebuild. So it's a good trade for both teams. I I mean, I like it, to be honest. I'm not a big fan of Goff. Goff, to me, is kind of like in the Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G tier, like a third-tier, fourth-tier quarterback somewhere in there. Like, he's an average quarterback. You could win with him, but the pieces have to be in place. But also, I mean, he's motivated. He's like, when, when McVay said this year, like, towards the end, like, they didn't play him in the playoff game, Goff said he was healthy. Goff kind of wanted out, too. So maybe he's going to be motivated. Maybe he'll thrive in Lynn's system. Maybe we have our quarterback. Who knows? We'll see. Like you said, though, it's cuttable, tradable after a year. So I also wouldn't rule out. It's probably a long shot. But say a desperate team comes calling, they don't get a quarterback like the Colts or maybe Washington. Maybe they trade for Goff. Obviously, you won't get a first, maybe not a second, but maybe like a late day two or day three pick. Just saying it's not off the table. Anything could happen. So I don't think you get a day one pick for a jerk. No way. When, even no, even when he is tradable or cuttable. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he would have to really ball out this yeah. year for that to happen. I think I look at it more as a Nick Foles situation. If anything, you know, you get your day three pick, your early day three pick or yeah. a late day two pick. It. So like I'm saying, like right now, like say the Colts strike out and Washington strikes out and it's after the draft and Detroit says the golf is available or whatever or something, you know? Yeah. And teams come calling. You know, teams get desperate. You don't have a quarterback. You're kind of like screwed. Yeah, so. I think also going into draft strategy now, the, the Lions don't look as desperate now as for a quarterback. Right. Now, the Lions have some smoke now that they, they do. don't need to trade up anymore. We don't need a quarterback anymore. We don't need this quarterback this year as yeah. much as it looked like we needed it two days ago or three days ago. Like, we don't need the quarterback as soon as this year. And Detroit had that smoke now where they're like, I could sit back, relax. Let's see how the draft board falls. If my guy's there, I'm going to select him. But if he's not, I'm going to build my team. That's fine. And then I'll wait right. next year because we're going to be bad next year. And we're going to be in the same position. If we like a guy next year, we'll take that guy next year. But Detroit is not, now not desperate to take that quarterback this year. You know, it's still a position I, I think they still need to address. And they should address it because right. there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this class. This is me personally, like, just looking at the class. I don't know how Brad Holmes and how Dan Campbell are thinking. Maybe they don't think the same way yeah. I do. I want to mention something, too. Brad Holmes is the one who banged the table for Jared Goff, like, back in 2016, was it, when they drafted him? He banged the table to trade up for him. Obviously, there is some talent in Goff. Um, 
could Anthony Lynn get out of him? Could he be more consistent? That That's the thing with Goff. I mean, he's not a bad quarterback, and he's not a great quarterback. He's average. Right now, he's average, but he's still young. He's 26 years old, and shit, Ryan Tannehill left Miami. He, he turned his career around. I mean, you never know. Guys with a different change of scenery, sometimes it helps. So we'll see. Yeah, that's. I was, I was gonna say that, man. We're talking like Jared Goff is like a scrub or something. No, he's not a scrub. He's like an that, average. That, that, that's, that's what we're talking. Jared Goff oh, is. Man. He won playoff games. He, he he went to Super Bowl. I mean, he's statistically. I mean, he's completing in the high sixties, high sixty percentage. He. I know he had a fumbling problem. Like man. the first year with McVay, he balled out, but as teams are picking up on it, and as McVay trying to adjust to it, he didn't really evolve and adjust with it as well. So. Yeah, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think if you give him a running game and you just tell him, "Look, you're gonna run the ball, and and here's here's play action," I think yeah. he could. I think he could have a lot of success. One thing about him though is he's not like you know Stafford kind of like avoids pressure in the pocket. Goff isn't really like that. He struggles with pressure. He's not good under pressure. So that's something that what's that uh, the quarterback coach again? I forgot his name. Damn it, the former Jacksonville. You talking yeah. about Mark Brunell? That's something Brunell maybe could fix or like try to like help him in his game. Just kind of avoiding pressure and don't like golf panics when he's under pressure. So that's that's a concern, obviously. But hopefully I mean, Brunell can fix that. Like I said, if if golf ends up changing his career, reviving his career, nobody's complaining about that. No, it's a win-win. But it's I, a, I it's saying, win-win. like his, his career was just shitty. No, it wasn't shitty. Like, it was like, like, I, I don't get it. But but he was put in a very good situation. And now he's coming into Detroit, which is not bad, but it's definitely not great. I think I think half of the league coming to Detroit is a, is a different situation. Yeah, exactly. You put you put half of the league quarterbacks and you put them in the Stafford situation, they're gonna it's gonna be a different world. I get it, but he's not a bad he's not a bad quarterback. We just mentioned him. He's like in a tier three, tier four guy. You could win around if you get everything right, but like. It's still a position you still should address at the end of the day. And if Goff ends up reviving his career, he's a lot better quarterback, kind of like what Tannehill did in Tennessee, then, you know, you could build around Goff. I mean, it's not a bad – it's a win-win situation. I don't think anybody's complaining. Then you found – the end of the goal is to find a quarterback, right? Right. If Goff is the guy, that's fine. I'm completely fine with Goff being the guy. I don't really care who the guy is. If he is, I don't see that happening. But if he is the guy, then he's the guy. And no complaints if – like I don't know, that's just my thought process on it. I guess. Right. Yeah, with you guys, it was, I, I just think he just needs a running game. You give him a running game when he had Todd Gurley. That's when he played his best game. When Todd Gurley started fading off and not playing well, and then left the team. That's when he started pretty much declining. Yeah, he'll make a big time throws in 2018. 2018, you turn that tape, he'll make a big time throws. Reason why he went to a Super Bowl, but like. I don't know, man. I'm kind of like Pierre. He's not a guy I, I look at and I'm like, he excites me. Like, he's just, he's because not. We know, we know what he could do, but again, he's a former first-round pick. The thing is, you got to think about there. it. We got a first round for taking on golf. So that's what the Rams thought of him and his bad contract. You know what I mean? So That's what the league thinks of him, too. Yeah. The, the league is not high on him. I mean, The league is not high on him, but like, like I said, you never know. Maybe a desperate team could come calling after the draft or after free agency and maybe acquiring on golf. Obviously, Brad Holmes liked him a lot, loved him actually in the pre-draft process, so he knows a lot about him. And Ray Agnew, those guys worked with him in L.A., Aubrey Pleasant, the DB's coach also. So, I mean, there's a lot of familiarity with him, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, like I said, but it's it shouldn't change the thought process of the draft strategy, in my opinion. 
with the Lions going forward. I think this is still everything's on the uh, on the table. I think we should sit back at seven, and if if we have that quarterback opportunity, take that quarterback. And at that point, Goff is the best bridge quarterback you're probably going to get because he's better than any option that's I, out there right now. I, I I just disagree with you just a little bit, just a little What's bit. That? As far as everything stays the same, I don't think everything stays the same because before Goff. I think we needed a quarterback desperately. Okay. And a point of, if you saw, I'm just giving an example, if round if the first three picks goes quarterback, 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 and then the last the next quarterback is available is is Trey Lance, and that's like number like four or five, and you're at seven, I think Detroit would have been in a situation they have to move up to yeah. get a Trey Lance. I don't think we're in a situation like that anymore. If those quarterbacks are flying off the board. They're just gonna let it ride. I think they're in a situation. Look, Jamar Chase is there. They pick up Jamar Chase this year, and just ride, ride off with Chase. Ride off with whoever we get. Who best player available at seven? That is cool with that. You know, I think we could draft a quarterback later on, maybe second, maybe use their third round pick who they got with golf to grab a quarterback, and and, and right. just roll that way. But I don't think we're in a desperate situation that we need to get a quarterback round one. That they would I move I mean, up. Yeah. I personally think though, remember when um when Kansas City had Alex Smith for a year and yeah. then they still way went up and got Mahomes? I think this is similar. I think Detroit's gonna go up and get their quarterback if their quarterback is available, whoever that is. Yeah. Um it's Fields, Lance, Wilson, or I'm missing someone, right? No, that's it. So if it's one of those guys, they trade up and go get their guy, hey, you could sit him behind a year, you don't need to play him right away, you could develop him. Um so I'm just not a fan of day two quarterbacks, in my opinion. I, they just never work, and they're very sl- they're hard to pick on, man. They're hard to like have success with a day two quarterback. I've never been a fan of, you know, waiting to take your quarterback in the second or third round. Like if it's the fifth or sixth round, fine, whatever. But like in day two, I almost think it's like a waste of a pick. It's just it, there's a reason why that guy's falling all the way to day two. Yeah, and it, it it barely ever pans out. So I wouldn't do it if I was Detroit. If you're gonna take a guy day three, like. Storing a name out there, Jamie Newman or Sam Ellinger, different story because then maybe you bank on some potential there. But at the end of the day, I'm not taking a quarterback day two. It's either I'm taking this quarterback day one or I'll wait next year. So I agree with that. Detroit doesn't need to be as desperate now because they have a quarterback in place. But at the same time, I wouldn't be shocked if they are still desperate and move up if that if that board goes like how you mentioned. Top three picks are all quarterbacks, and then Detroit's in a situation where they're like, we're still four picks away from ours. We need this quarterback. Like We really like Trey Lance, or we really like Zach Wilson, so we're going to go up and go get him. So I, I don't think it's, you know, I wouldn't rule it out still. I think Detroit still could trade up. Yeah, and they said yesterday they're looking for a quarterback like today, Burkett. I believe they're looking for a quarterback who's mobile, who has a big arm, and who's a good leader. Yeah, so yeah. and golf fits one of the three. Yeah, but then but the other guys, <laughs> Lance, Field, and Wilson, they all fit that bill. Wilson is not as mobile, but he's still pretty mobile. All those three guys, they they fit uh they fit that. And then you also look at Anthony Lynn, right? Tyrod Taylor was kind of more like a mobile guy, and then Even Justin Hooper. Herbert, he adjusted. Herbert was more like a vertical offense type of offense. Like he adjusts he adjusts to his players. So he's ran a scheme with like different players. So I think he'll adjust to golf this year or whoever whoever they have, and then next year we'll see. Yeah, they're yeah. going to run the ball. They're going to run the ball. I can see them running the ball a, a, a lot. <laughs> I can see them running the ball a lot this year. 
Yeah, I mean, Anthony Lynn is a former running backs coach. So he That's what he's known for, the running schemes. And they hired Deuce Daly, another guy that's known for his running schemes. Uh, I mean, they gonna, yeah. They're going to run the ball a lot. Run, I can see Swift having a big year. I don't know. I'm not sure if Carry On still going to be there or are they going to get another running back. I don't know. So, just going to thrive. Regarding their running backs, Andy Lynn likes to have sometimes two backs at the same time on the field. And I he runs that. a lot of three wideouts and one tight end personnel. So, um, so maybe Detroit, and he likes both backs to be able to catch the ball. So I could see Detroit drafting one like late day two, early day three, uh, drafting like a guy who could catch it and run it. There's some good backs this year that could do that too, man. I mean, we yeah. saw the Senior Bowl. I mean, I guess we'll, we can do this when we get close to the draft. But Michael Carter, man, he looked like one of those guys. Yeah, the UNC kid. Yeah, he looked very good out of the backfield catching the ball. He's got some speed. So, right. I mean, that's a guy that will probably be there late day two, early day three. So, Yeah, I'm going to throw out like a bold, a bold scenario just and then we'll like cap it off, lend it. Um, it's, it's not really like – it's not a prediction. It's just like something maybe that likely won't happen, but just something maybe Detroit should inquire on. Deshaun Watson is available, right? <laughs> you have the number seven pick. You have Goff, and you have the two ones that LA sent you. I'd call LA up. Hey, I'm offering these three first rounders and Houston. golf for Deshaun. I'm sorry, Houston. Yeah, Deshaun. And maybe I'd like little Sweener, like a day two or day three pick in there. I'm offering this for Deshaun. Would you take it, bro? Deshaun Watson is a top three, four quarterback right now, in my opinion. And he's still like 25 or 26 years old. And that would accelerate your rebuild. If I'm Detroit, I'm building it the way I want to build it. And. I'm gonna build from the draft, honestly. I, I, I'm, I'm all too. about. I, I, I'm kind of. It's kind of like the Dolphins right now. Like the Dolphins could do this deal as well, but they, they should. I think they should be able to be one of those teams that should build through the draft. It's not a bad scenario getting Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson, like you mentioned, is a top three, top four quarterback. So getting him in the building is obviously phenomenal. But yeah, if I'm Detroit, I want to do this my way. I want to get my quarterback, and you know, Deshaun Watson could be my quarterback very easily. And I'm not. And it's, it's not a shot to him, but I just want to keep this draft capital and let's build the team around whoever we end up drafting. And yeah, I, that's me personally. I but if you look at it though, Tyler, it's basically like sending number seven and Stafford for Deshaun Watson. If you really like, yeah. but obviously a lot of things you have to have. Deshaun has a no trade clause. Houston yeah. has to agree. Detroit has to, so it's like a lot to have. I'm just saying like, it's just kind of like a bold scenario. It's like bold means it likely won't happen guys. I, yes. I I like I, I'm with Tyler on this one, um, only because like we had the draft capital and now we we're able to build like the way kind of like the Dolphins are were able to build, um, with with their first round picks and you know now we have multiple first round picks so yeah I I think this is a this is the best building block to rebuild yeah I, I think agree. we start giving I think we start giving away draft picks and trying to you're trying to win now and getting these right now players just uh, I I don't know that's not I, that's not the best for me. For, well, the for thing is, though, like Deshaun Watson is probably better than every quarterback this year, right? And you already know what he is. These quarterbacks, you don't know how they'll translate to the NFL. We could project yeah. it, yeah. but you don't really know. No, you so don't. I'm just saying just and like L.A. Rams have been bold in their trades. They've traded multiple first rounders for some dogs. They did it for Stafford. They did it for Ramsey. They traded off. off. <laughs> and like Holmes and Agnew come from that. And John Dorsey has been aggressive as well, trading for players. He traded up for Mahomes. He traded for OBJ. You know? So I'm no, just saying, like, this is something. It wasn't rebuilding. It wasn't rebuilding. I was though. just going to say that. This is they, a they were, they, were rebuilding. they weren't rebuilding, but Deshaun Watson is a heck of a quarterback. I think yeah, they, they should inquire. At least they should inquire. I'm saying this is a bold scenario. This likely won't happen, but just something like. 
to put the, out there. See, if I'm Detroit, though, I want to get my rebuild going right now. I want to know what my roster looks like before I trade for Deshaun Watson. If this was three years ago, I'd be all aboard right now, almost. I mean, it makes more sense for Miami because you know what Miami's roster is right now. So I see why those scenarios are and being thrown closer. out. And, 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 they're, and closer. they're very close. Yeah. Yeah. They Detroit, went to six last year. Yeah. And Detroit is just getting going with this rebuild going right now. They're just starting it. So I don't know if I want that to start off, you know, the rebuild. It's not a bad idea because Deshaun Watson, Watson, but it team, seems like Miami, Washington, Indianapolis, yep. um, well, San Fran. Those are teams that really should go after um, Deshaun Watson. It makes a and lot of sense because those are teams that are close and they already have a foundation and they don't need draft picks. Who cares about their draft picks? Because they they just need this guy and he's going to take them to where they need to be right now. We, I'm just at saying, this point, like, we need our job. We need every job pick that we need that we can get right. Right, now. but Deshaun Watson also like helps you though. Like, say like the Lions, for example, not the Lions. Say like they draft a quarterback, he doesn't work out. I hope that's not the problem. But you know, Deshaun is like he's gonna work out. So he's, he's gonna work out. He's gonna win you. But likely, so, he's gonna win him, you. Like he's gonna win you what? And then he go nine and six with Deshaun Watson and miss the playoffs. Then what? Now we have a lower draft pick. It's gonna that's make the fine. whole you rebuild. You have a it's quarterback. Gonna, no, I'm saying it's gonna, make the, it's gonna make the whole rebuilding process a lot harder. That's no, that I mean, the goal is the reason why the Lions hired it on their mid round picks. They like the way their analytics department is, the way they scout. They like that. That's why they they hired at, him. At the end of the day, you still need first round picks to win. Yeah, no, no I mean, doubt. But Deshaun Watson, you're not really giving up much. If you think about it. it's basically number seven in Stafford. If you really think about it, for Deshaun, no, you're not. You're giving you're up. You're giving, away, you're giving away your two first round picks. Also, but you got that for Stafford. I'm saying. But you're probably. That, but those and are, honestly, those are your, those are you're your probably bonuses, giving up more. Bro. Honestly, in that, in that, you're probably giving up more. And like Deshaun likely declines it because like he has a no trade clause. I'm just putting it out there, just like a bold thing. So I don't just, think it happens. But I, I guess my thought process is like, you get Deshaun Watson, then what's next? You don't have any draft capital to build. Um, what are we doing here? Because I mean, it's just the Houston Texans all over again, in my opinion. We're not in that situation yeah. where we're close like, or we what, who, quarterback. What do, you, what do you want this team to do up here? Do you want us to rebuild or retool? Because you get Deshaun Watson. Now you're I'm just saying, anytime an all pro quarterback is available, you should inquire. That, that's what I'm saying. Anytime, like an all star, because dude, superstars, quarterback, franchise quarterbacks don't grow on trees. We've said this a lot on this podcast, and I'll you know, continue to say it. Deshaun Watson time, is a top three quarterback right now. Yeah, 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 but at the same time, we had a top 10 quarterback. For how long? Twelve years, and what okay, do we do? Okay, but this is also different. Deadly though. shit. Deshaun is still De- young. We didn't Deshaun do shit. is young though. He's twenty. I get it, but we don't six. have draft capital to then build at that point for Deshaun Watson. We're just the Houston Texans at that point. We have no first round picks for two years, like the Houston Texans. No, you'll have first round picks. You'll have like your picks. You trade LA's picks. You you would have picks. You would have ones. That's what I'm trying to Houston say. Houston Texans are not taking the, the Rams' first round pick instead of Detroit's. That's fine. Send them Detroit. You'll have the Rams' ones. Okay, so you're you have- getting Deshaun. Think about it. That's the Houston Texans. They have Deshaun Watson, and then they had no first-round picks. But Lions would have first-round picks. That's what I'm trying they would to have say. Late, they would have late first-round picks. First-round picks. Which is, yeah, right. It's first-round picks. I said that, and I agree with that. But it, it's a big difference when you talk about the top 10. And they're trying compared to rebuild, to, man. You can't rebuild off of pick 29. Like and LA, though, LA basically, LA hit on all, a lot of their mid-round picks. That's, that's the idea, though. Brad Holmes, he comes in from LA. 
I think you wait for that type of deal until you're closer. We're not. I'm just saying they should inquire. Likely won't happen, but I'm just saying they should inquire on it. You guys probably disagree with that. I love Deshaun. He's a top three quarterback in my opinion I, I, right I now. I think everybody here loves Deshaun Watson. Yeah. No, so, no, there's no disagreements about what Deshaun Watson is. If you have a chance to get Deshaun, in my opinion, you do everything you could to go get him, and he allows it to go to Detroit. That's just my opinion. You guys could disagree on it. I think Deshaun. He's still young. That's why. I get it. I don't know. Um, that's not rebuilding. That's not rebuilding, though. It's just not. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you took on golf for a reason. Is that that was a rebuilding type move? And I think you got to just follow that trying to stop. Don't try to put a band aid here and then let's say, hey, now we have Deshaun Watson. But it's not a band aid though. He's twenty five or twenty six. It. It's He'll not a band aid for fifteen years. It's a franchise quarterback. Yes, but at the same time, it's like, how are we going to build around Deshaun Watson? I just told you, you still have first round picks. It's not like you won't have no first round picks at all. Okay, so you're trading. Okay, so Stafford went for two first round picks. Reality mm-hmm. went for first round pick without Goff, right? So yeah. what what is the offer you're expecting for a guy like Deshaun Watson? Three first round picks, and like four. A, so yeah, something like that. But no, I said this. That means you, now you're giving away all first round picks. <laughs> no, it's what I said though. I said number seven and the two and two ones, like two future ones, and then Jared Goff. They accept it. They do. They don't. They don't. And Deshaun would likely decline a trade here because he probably wants to win. Okay, so, so. number seven. 2022 Detroit Lions pick and 2022 Los Angeles Rams picks. So then you don't have a first round pick to 2023. You'll still have first round picks though. You have two for the next two years. No, no, no. I'm saying it's seven 2022 first for the Lions and 2022 Rams. You have no first round picks for 22 and 21 now at that point. No, you won't have for 21. You'll have one for 22. No, you'd be trading. If he goes for three first-round picks, you're trading you, this year's, next year's two of both. Not next year's two. You would do one, one, and one. Okay, so you have Detroit's first-round pick this year, Detroit's pick next year, yep. and, Detroit, and Detroit's pick 23. So then at that point, you have the Rams 22 and the Rams 23, is what you're saying. Yeah. And you're basically probably picking in the late tw- 20s. So, Deshaun Watson, you have your quarterback, you you don't have to swing and miss. I I hear you, but we got too many issues, man. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm just saying, though, like, guys, this is a bold, it's like, it's not saying Detroit, like, is going to trade for him right away. This is just a bold scenario, and obviously, but just saying, like, putting it out there, Deshaun would likely decline. If we we had a defense and we went 10 to 6 last year, I'll be like, hell yeah, let's go get Deshaun Watson. That's like Miami right now. And that's why it makes sense for Miami. Because they have a, you have a defense, but you got to think about it. We, we have no front seven. We, don't have, we, we need so many pieces right now that it's not even funny. We're in a Houston Texans situation. Yeah. I'm just saying, so guys, you, you, like, You're going to yeah, take him I from just, Houston Texans. And put him on the, on, the, on the Detroit Texans, pretty yeah, much. The G League I'm just team. saying, though, we got guys who have been <laughs> like our GM is aggressive. It comes from an aggressive organization. John Dorsey is aggressive. I'm saying this is just something to watch. You come aggressive at the right time. This is a kind of premature, in my opinion, to come aggressive. They were aggressive for Jared Goff right away. They were. They went up and got him. And I'm telling you, they could be aggressive for Zach they, Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, whoever. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to be aggressive. And being aggressive John is fine. Is aggressive. This was aggressive. This deal was aggressive. This deal they just made was aggressive, and that's right. fine. So well, I'm just saying, like, it shouldn't be off the table just because, like, he's he's already established. He's still pretty young to be a court like franchise quarterback. That's not the issue. I'm just saying that we're not established. He he's not he him being established not the issue is that we're we're a thousand pieces away from being at least competitive. And and the Lions have already proved that having a star quarterback is not the only result of winning. The Lions proved that in twelve years. Okay, but say like you trade up for like a Zach Wilson or Justin Fields, what are you giving up? 
Number seven and probably next year's one. Or I don't. I don't even see that happening. That's that's just I me do. right now. Okay, they okay. okay. If they do, if they do, so you're giving up seven, and one of those one next year. year, and the Rams and probably pick. maybe a little more. Who knows? Because it depends, right? So, okay. okay. So, would you rather trade all that for like a Zach Wilson field, or would you trade add another first round pick and get Deshaun Watson? That's what I'm trying to say. I wouldn't do either, honestly. I'm just saying that Detroit yeah. could do that. Though. If you're asking me, I wouldn't. I, I personally wouldn't move up to grab a guy right now. I wouldn't. Now do next year, next year, yeah, you could probably pair both of your ones and move up to grab whoever is the top quarterback that year. Maybe. Yeah, I'm just putting this out there. This is getting like a little. Or maybe like, the or maybe the following year do the same thing. Pair both of your first round picks and move up to grab the the top quarterback that year. I'm yeah. I'm okay with that because at that point we may need we may really 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 need a quarterback. So right would now, you be pissed if Detroit, like, let's say the Jets accept this and number seven and next year's one, whether it's Lions or Rams one, I don't know which one. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a big difference. Okay. Say the it's the Lions. It'll probably be yeah. the Lions one. It's more valuable. Okay. Say it's the Lions one. They move up and get Zach Wilson. Would you be mad? Would be mad. I mean, it, it is what it is at that point. I wouldn't care. So that, exactly. You had an extra first round pick. You get Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has proven. Zach Wilson hasn't proven you're, nothing. You're, I think you're making first round kick, uh, first round picks sound like hotcakes, though. You're like, we're just adding another first round pick, and we're going to add another. But you're getting someone established. You're I, getting I, an all pro quarterback. Me personally, Look, bro. I, I'm not. I'm just a, saying, I'm, franchise quarterbacks are the most valuable thing in football. And I They're the most valuable that. position in football. You have a chance to go get one. You get one. That's I, all I'm saying. I agree. Regardless, if it's through the draft. If it's through trade. Look at the Rams. There, they just traded two first round picks. And look, it's look, at look at their team, though. Stafford. Look at their team, bro. Yeah, exactly, man. Look so at their what? team. If they were rebuilding, if they were in a Detroit Lions situation, but again, they, they would not have pulled that trade off when they were rebuilding. They gave a lot of assets when they were rebuilding for Jared Goff. They traded up for Goff. Their team wasn't established. They had a they had a solid defense at that point. Was it that year when they when they got drafted? Um, no, Sue wasn't there. Sue was still in Miami, right? Yeah, it was twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Okay. They tra- they traded up a boatload for Jared Goff. I'm just saying this is something to watch for Detroit. 15, yeah, because and, 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 but it backfired on them. But like, it, it, but didn't it backfire on them? I mean, sort of, but I mean, it didn't <laughs> work out. It backfired on them. So like that that thought process is not like something like we should just consider that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it. Holmes comes from that organization and they've been aggressive. They traded two ones for Ramsey. They traded two ones right now for Stafford. They traded a ton for Jared Goff. John Dorsey is aggressive. Like these are aggressive moves, guys. Yeah. I mean, you have like an aggressive front office. I'm just that's, saying it's something to that's watch. That's exciting. That's exciting. But when you're in a position to do that, you make that type of deal. No, I, mean, I, I if, just, if it I happens, I, I think when a talent like that's available, you go get him. That's if my. It, if that's it happens, it happens. If you, if you ask me, oh. if, if you're saying that we are rebuilding, I just say keep the picks, keep the picks, and just keep and just, just just build. I agree. Just, 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 but just like, I think this is getting like too much like out of hand because Deshaun had. We said that Deshaun has a no trade clause. He'd probably decline a trade. No, but this just, is fun. This is fun to talk about the yeah. scenarios. I mean, this is. So, this, I mean, because it is possible. It is technically and then, possible. And then, and then, even if we get Deshaun here and he does come here, and if things doesn't work out, then he's gonna want out just like he does in, in Houston. Well, the whole point is he has a trade clause, so he gets to decide that regardless. <laughs> So mm-hmm. he he gets to decide if he even wants to accept. Even him. even, but is this a, even he does want to come here, and he yeah. comes here and he's like, oh shit, this is this is this is dumpster fire, just as bad as Houston. Yeah, he's gonna want out again. Possible, but I mean, at the end of the day, he accepted that trade, so maybe he's more yeah. for it. 
if, so. if like this is a big if. That, 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 I, don't think go, I don't think he's going to. I don't but, think he'd accept a trade to Detroit. It's a huge big if. Because he, he at this point he looked like a guy that's just like look he started he wants to win that's yeah. why he's not filling the Houston situation I don't think he wants to go to a rebuilding situation or a retooling situation and look I'm not saying just throwing him first rounders I throw him for uh, like Deshaun Watson I'm not saying I throw first rounders for like a random quarterback Deshaun Watson is like an all pro probably a future Hall of Famer quarterback he's he's talented he's a great quarterback he's an elite quarterback right now he's only yeah. 25 or 26 years old. And then you wonder why you say I like this deal for the Rams if I'm if I'm so against trading picks and stuff like that. It's not even that I'm against trading picks. It's when it's the right time to trade the picks. And that's why I love I love the deal for the Rams because what the Rams are getting at Matthew Staff right now, their team is ready to compete for a Super Bowl. I mean, they're already close. You know, they, they've been very close the last three, four-ish years of competing for that Super Bowl. So now you got a very sure-hand quarterback with that roster. That's why I think that was a good time to pull the move, and that's a good time to pull the trigger. So it just—it's it, all about timing. And right now, I don't think that timing is there for the line. So that's why I disagree with you on that. It's end. not about but, timing; it's about when, when, when will a quarterback like Sean Watch be ever available again? And that, that's and, what you have to think about. And that's that what just, I'm thinking about. Yeah. And, and honestly, it sucks because, yeah, who wouldn't want Deshaun Watson? And for the Lions. You're just not in that position, in my opinion, to make that type of move. You wish you were closer and you could make that type of move because you're getting Deshaun Watson. But at the end of the day, you're just not in that position. And I, I think it'd be I just I think it'd be too much to do it right now. That's me personally. I personally mm-hmm. disagree, but like obviously like we debated about this and we yeah. both brought up good points. So yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see what happens, right? I like like we said though, Deshaun has a no trade clause, and I want to keep saying this is just like a bold scenario. Guys, if you search bold, it basically means unlikely to happen. Just something like Kind of like talk about and debate about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if, if you guys, Niners good. and Colts, Niners, Colts, Washington. Yeah, those Gross. are probably teams to watch. Um, even Dallas, even 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 the Cowboys. He could go like right down the street and go to the Cowboys. Yeah, they have a good roster. They have a good yeah. roster. I think he'll be an upgrade over Dak. And they're in the AFC, so they likely would want to send to the NFC. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. All right. I think that's a wrap to this episode, guys. Yeah. Hope you guys all enjoyed this episode, this emergency podcast of a lot of stuff happening. The Lions getting Jared Goff, some future first-round picks, a third-round pick this year. And something that we didn't mention, this third-round pick, you know, might actually be, this might be Brad Holmes' comp pick from him joining the Lions. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was thinking of that yesterday. I'm like, is this the comp pick that Brad Holmes, is, <laughs> that the Rams got for him? So I hope it's funny. 81. I hope it's pick 81. Yeah, we don't know yet, but... um. That, that, I think that's I think that's super funny. Is that Brad Holmes is like I get my pick. This is the pick I get. This is, this is the pick I own under yeah, my yeah. name. And he probably so, was like he was probably like yo, that's my pick anyways. You might just give it to me. Just throw it in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hope it's eighty one though. But that, I mean, whatever, it's fine. But yeah. Um, all right, guys. Hope you guys all enjoyed again. If you guys could leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever the hell you guys are listening to this podcast on, it's much appreciated. And I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, guys. Uh, hope you guys are all staying safe during this time. And I'm out. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy Malcolm, and I'm out, man. Peace. <laughs>